Kalimera, Kalispera. Whatever time you're watching, this is Mappa. I'm still, I've got Thasso. How are you doing, young man? How is one? Good, 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 good day. Good day to everybody. I'm fine. How are you doing? How are you doing with your I am Doris cup? Oh, I'm tired. I'm tired. Yeah. The yeah, football season hasn't go. even officially started, and I feel like hibernating. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if my camera's freezing like it always does, but look at that. Look at that. Fags, floppy, yeah. Floppy eyes. I've got them, bro. Yeah. Don't worry. We're good. We're yeah. good. We're, we're on the same page. We're on the same page. I'm waiting for this heat wave to come in the UK because I was talking to a friend yesterday about the so-called global warming thing that's going on at the moment, mm-hmm. and he actually. <laughs> sent me this article from Sky News from two years ago saying that 40 degree heats in July is going to be the future of British weather. And the past four days, we have had nothing but rainfall. Same out there, man. Same same out there. We, but, you know, the whole the whole thing is, is we're, we're, we're supposed to be having like 30 degree heat here and it's 18 degrees and it's raining. Hmm. So, uh, it's 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 the the whole thing is changing. It's weird. It's weird. I don't like it. I don't like it. My stuff healing amaramne nearly because of all the rain. I need it back, man. I need I need some I need some sun so my grapes can grow properly. Well, do you know what? my dad's been complaining that his cigar haven't grown. Yeah, that's... that's the problem. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he's proud of his cigar, man. He's proud of yeah. his, his little fig tree at the back of the garden, you know? So, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. But, look, they're complaining in Cyprus about the heat, and we're here complaining about the rain. Yeah. And I say to them, let's we'll swap. swap. Yeah. Let's swap. Let's swap. But they wouldn't. Let's swap. They, no, wouldn't. they wouldn't. Of course they this wouldn't. Is this is the difference. I'm not trying to be funny, but all the Gibray that are watching now, right, you guys say, I love the rain, I love the rain, but you lot will get fed up with it after two days. Get fed up with it. You'll get <laughs> bored. I don't care what anyone says. My cousin's wife, whenever she used to come over from Cyprus with him in the wintertime, oh, I want to sit in front of the television with the heating on, drinking my coffee, having my, my badania wrapped around me. Oh, and I said, yeah. yeah? Come to the UK now when we had minus 12 at December time. <laughs> yeah, and tell me if you still like it. Yeah, it's not just one bad, Annie. You need about 10 of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. tell you what, give, given the way that things are right now, yesterday was the first time I actually put a hoodie on inside the house because I was freezing. Anyway, I turned the heating on in August, man. I refuse uh. to do it. I refuse. <laughs> With the way that the gas bill is now, no thank you. No chance. Oh, I would rather wear 15 layers of clothing and walk around like a Michelin man. Yeah. <laughs> British gas ain't taking no more of my money at the moment. Oh. Probably end up going to Buddy Blackrock or Vanguard. Anyway, I'm going to go into that. So, let's discuss our team's successful European campaigns thus far, shall we? Because they're doing yeah. us proud. They're giving us a lot of content and a lot of options. And let's yeah. begin with the champions. Aris. Another battering of Barte. Yeah. Uh, Speak, yeah. my friend. Yeah. yeah, they went on Tuesday night, picked up where basically where they left off, really, didn't they? They scored plenty of goals, lots of attacking intent. But there's also the defending leaving a lot to be desired, which is kind of what we saw a lot from them last season. Lots and lots and lots of great attacking. But a few 
defensive errors are. There was the set piece there where the marking was poor. But yeah, this goal here from, is it, is, is it uh, Brorson? Fantastic, fantastic finish. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so, I mean, if we're looking at it, if Iris is still looking for players, feel like if they really want to kick on, they'll need to upgrade who they've probably got in that central defensive partnership. Um, because again, attacking intent is there. Put a lot of pressure on the opposition further up the field. Um, so, whatever they want, I mean, they obviously just need to score more goals than they concede. But anytime a, that long ball goes over the top, it's a little bit worrying, at least as an artist fan, to see. Because all you need is long ball over the top, fast striker, uh, and and they're through they're through on goal. Uh, so, for instance, players like Jairo or Semedo might have a good time against uh, Nadi's defence. But again, to win a game of football, you just need to score more than you concede. And when you've got a front three of Babika, Mayabella and Gomis, and then you've got players like Montnor and Stepitsky on the bench, um, they're not going to miss Kokorin. I mean, everybody keeps talking about them. Are they going to sign Kokorin? Are they going to do something? They don't need him. I don't, they're, they're, maybe the only reason they need him is like for marketing purposes, so some more shirts. But yeah, I don't think they need him. You know, you've got uh, Gomis, Benson, and Stepinski have got more than a goal per game ratio right now, albeit it's against just Batty. Um, but yeah, they're, uh, they're I think, I, th- I think they're on good stead. They just need to shore up that defence a bit more. I agree. And clearly, conceding goals is an issue because conceding five in two games, albeit they scored 11, it's got to be somewhat of a concern. However, it seems to be like the Kevin Keegan Newcastle of the 90s. That's how it appears to be with with Adi. They attack, they attack, they attack. And do you know what? If they concede, so what? Because we'll get three more. That's that's their mentality. But as they progress, or if they progress to the, the latter stages, or even the group stages, I'm pretty sure Spilevsky is going to look at that team and think, we need to tighten things up. Because we saw them last season, how organised they were mm-hmm. defensively. And yeah. I think... Yeah. He, yeah. So I think he identified Barté as a club that can be attacked, got at, especially exposed due to the pace that Ari possess in, in the final third and the creativity. So on the one hand, yes, it is a concern that they concede those goals, but would they have conceded those type of goals if the game was an edgy 1-0? I'm not too sure. What do you think? Well, um, maybe not. Maybe they took the maybe they took the pedal off the gas defensively because the game was in, in essence already won. I don't know, but I mean, two of those goals that they conceded were penalties as well, so they weren't. Uh, they, they they were defensive errors. It wasn't necessarily just like for lack of trying. You can't say they weren't trying. They were trying, but the two two of those goals that they conceded over the, these two games have been penalties. So there's 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 something I think that needs to be addressed there. For sure. And they're facing Rakoff, I believe. Rakoff. From Poland. Yep. 
I don't know much about them. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to pretend that I know anything about them. But I'm pretty sure it's going to be a much closer encounter than Bate. Yeah, I, well, um, there's uh, at Football Cipriota on Twitter. is a, a Brazilian account that follows Cypriot football. Has done like a little breakdown this evening of who Rakov are. And they seem to have had the, kind of like the same story as Aris in that they kind of were, that they were also runs for a lot of their history. And then these last three years, they've had some investment go into the club and uh, they rapidly rose through the leagues to the point where they won the championship in Poland last season. Uh, so in essence, it's it's the exact same story as, as, as Aris. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I don't really know much about the team either. Well, they've got a forward called John Yeboa, and he's a Ghanaian German. And the last player that I remember to be a forward with that surname to come from Germany was Tony Yeboa. So I don't know if they're actually related. Can you imagine? Well, if you want a vamp, uh, I might do some Googling. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll check it out for sure. I'll, I'll have to yeah. do my Googles and do my, my searches and everything. But I mean, I know Yeboah is quite a common name in Ghana, to be mm. fair. Kind of like Ayu and there's a few others. There's a few others. But can you imagine if he's related to him? I think it'd be pretty cool. Anyway, anyway, we move on. We move on. And let's talk about Ayek, who drew one all against Torpedo. Yeah. They needed a 96-minute goal to give them the lead. They were chipping away. And then, lo and behold, a minute later, they conceded an equaliser, which left me a little bit frustrated and with egg on yeah. my face because I tweeted out that they'd won the game because they scored the goal. It was an injury time. I quickly went upstairs to the toilet, tweeted it out, and then you've messaged me saying, what? What just happened? It says here that they equalised. I said, what? Then I checked the score on live score. Lo and behold, there was the equaliser. So... Yeah. I shot my load too early. Well, I mean, it... <laughs> I mean, not just you, the IX social media account as well did because they put the full time result up as one. Now. I'm not controlling the that's... social media, by the way. Just, just because to... <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was confused because they were saying it finished one nil, and Google, SofaScore, BBC, all of them were saying one all. I was like, what the hell's going on? Because I think, yeah, I didn't have the match on either because I saw the goal, I saw Perry Ponzi's goal going. And then I was like, oh, game finished, and then closed, closed the link. Uh, but yeah, that, that, that equalizer came in. It's like, I, I said it, Gibreus, you can't, you can't get away from the drama, man. <laughs> it's drama. Um, I mean, we could talk, we can talk about the game as well. Uh, Torpedo really took the game to Ajax, didn't they? They really. They were they wanted that win, uh, but yeah, um, Ayek obviously stood firm, and then Perry Pons scoring a typical. I don't I don't know if you remember his goals from last season for Ayek, but it's basically typical from him. Cross comes in wherever it's coming in from, and he has a late run into the box. No one's marking him, and he gets onto the ball and the, uh, and it goes in. So yeah, yeah, drama, late drama. What did you make of Franz Sol? Because watching most of the game, which I did apart from the last minute, 
he looked very active. The movement was great inside the mm. box. He doesn't look like a traditional centre-forward target man, which I guess Triskovsky has evolved into, really, or even uh, Lopez. But he looks like the kind of striker that knows the box. He's got that predatory instinct. And while he did miss a few half chances, I honestly believe that once he gets going, he'll be up there with the leading scorers this season. I think, yeah, I think he's he's got pedigree. He's, he's proven the ped- pedigree he has. Um, he's got the kind of deliveries that he's going to get from Kyoshko, from Farage, from players like Perapons working behind him as well. He's going to get a lot, a lot of opportunities to uh, get the ball in the net. Uh, and it is just going to show whether or not he's the kind of a player like Triskowski, who just needs that one chance to score a goal. Again, you said he missed quite a few half chances. You could put it down to, you know, still pre-season kind of vibes going on. So maybe uh, not quite 100% yet, but he does look like an interesting proposition for him. And their next opponents are Maccabi Tel Aviv. Now, this one will be a very, very difficult game. This is a club that has got a lot of money. Let's, let's not get it twisted. And they've made some interesting signings. They signed a, a winger called Milson. And from what I understand, they really, really rate him. And if I'm not mistaken, isn't Robbie Keane their head coach? That's right. Robbie Keane is their head coach. Yeah. Dream of his to manage Maccabee. Uh... <laughs> he had to get that one in there. I know <laughs> so in Liverpool, LA Galaxy, Wolverhampton Wanderers, Coventry City, Tottenham, <laughs> everyone. Every <laughs> dream club. Yeah, dream all of club. them. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, he seems to have started well with them as well. So we'll see. That's that kind of like the difficult um the difficult game in this second round, a lot of games I think was Abuels, where I think this time it's Ayaka who've got the difficult game for in, in the third round ties. But yeah, it's going to be a very, very interesting one because they've got, they've got this, uh, Maccabee have got this striker as well who's got like 149 goals in 199 games for him. Or something like that. So he just needs that one more. And, uh, you know, he's got the 150. But yeah. Well, who is it? Do you know his name? Eran Zahavi. Why does that name ring a bell? Well, let me, go, let me, let, let me find let him. Let's have about. a look. So we've got Pierce Einhoven. Um, uh, but... Maybe I'll remember. It was at Palermo. Maybe that's where I remember him. That's maybe where I remember him. But he's mm. 36 years old, so he's, he's done the rounds. Yeah, yeah. Rounds. But he's very experienced and he's a very good goal scorer as well. Hmm. Yeah. French citizenship, apparently. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I'll go look him up. Okay, okay. But yeah, I've right. got, I've yeah. got it. Yeah. Uh, where did I see it? Uh, it don't matter. But anyway, yeah, he's got. It's like one goal away from this big milestone for um, Maccabi Tel Aviv as well. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a really interesting one. Obviously, you've got that forward. You've got Ajax forward line who, mm. you know. Bang goals in for free. 
and then you've got on the other end uh, where Ajax have obviously invested quite heavily this summer True. in the defensive department, which they needed to. And I think this is going to be uh, the, a strong test for them. For sure, for sure. Well, Abuel travelled to Vojvodina and got a very impressive victory. And, mate, I don't know what's happening, but Chepak, your friend... Yeah, the blinder of a game. Absolutely, I he's been, I told you like from the from the first leg, he's been playing in the wrong position all his life. <laughs> that's, that that's that's got to be it. He was he was absolutely everywhere. He 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 was fantastic. Yeah, man possessed. Yeah, man possessed. Yeah, I, I can't I can't tell you how relieved I was when the uh, when when that first Abuel goal went in because Voivodina now were again, they were going for it. They wanted they they, they knew. That they were close to getting a result in Lefkosia, so they proper threw it, proper threw it all. Novi said, um, but yeah, the, the yeah, the, that first goal going in was like a ooh, ooh, okay, calm down, and then obviously they got the equalizer, and then it was like fifteen minutes non-stop of just. Attack, Voivodina, attack, 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 attack. Yeah. Um, and then the half-time whistle went. And I was basically advantage Abuel again. Like, the Voivodina did not want that first half to finish. Um, second half, again, we go back. It was more It was more uh, Abuel trying to trying to get that, uh, that winning goal in, in the game. Uh, the goal itself, great counter-attack movement from Filidaya. Basically ran half the pitch. Could have passed it like three or four times to I can't remember if it was Ephraim or Wilson. Uh, Wilson. Wilson was it? Was it Wilson? And you can see Wilson proper like like screaming like pass me the fucking because it is it's like Kvidaya it, basically took out all the defenders with his run and Wilson was just there standing in the middle of the box begging him to pass the ball. Uh, uh, and in the end, the, the defense caught back up to him. He passes it back to Ephraim, and then there's there's the brilliant goalkeeper maneuver from the defender, like, you know, biting the ball away as he's diving down, concedes the penalty, and then you know you've got Captain Fantastic there doing his job. <laughs> so Ephraim scores the penalty, and then uh, and then it was just trying to keep things solid for the rest of the game. It's good to see Gabriel come on as well. Yeah, uh, for a few minutes, yeah, you see some youngsters, especially since you know what happened with Sachas with the disciplinary matters. Sure. Uh, as far as as far as I've heard, the disciplinary matter is basically Sachas went in for a hard tackle on someone uh, in training. Uh, people didn't like it, including Sapinto. Uh, Sapinto. Obviously, being the animated guy that he is, got into Sachas about the tackle, uh, and then there was a bit of a tete a tete, and that's the disciplinary matter because basically you're arguing with your coach in training in front of everybody else. So he's been disciplined, but now he's been brought back into the team uh, to get to, uh, well, at least in training matters. I don't know whether this is just frustration on Sachas' behalf, because from what I understand, 
he was linked with a move away from the club a few weeks ago and that didn't materialise. So you could argue that the lad is a little bit frustrated with the situation. He's not involved in the first team plans. Wanted a move, possibly almost got his move. Then it fell through and he's just taking it out on teammates in in training. And again, I, I don't think he did it intentionally, but it's just obviously when the red mist descends and maybe... He was a little bit wound up from things that may have been said about him. Maybe he just wasn't, he may just caught him on a bad day. I don't know. But I think Sapinto did the right thing because you don't want a negative influence around the squad, especially when you're trying to build something and you're at a stage in the season where you're kind of getting people to understand each other's games. You're building the, the unity, the team ethic. And look, any day, I've never heard anything bad about the kid. Everyone that's told me about his character, they say he's a brilliant lad and he's got his head screwed on. So it just could be a bit of petulance, could be a bit of frustration. But if he's back in the fold, then then good luck to him. Yeah, yeah, because he, I think he needs to be in and around the team because it's going to be hard to displace. Uh, your Safo, Costantinov, or, or um, Dalcio, especially with how those three are working together in the center of that midfield. But he needs to be there in case one of those three gets injured. We know we already know the injury record Costantinov has. He, he was injured three times last season. season. Dalcio, I think, was on painkillers as well at one point last season. And Safo has these dips of form every so often as well. So, you know, he needs to be ready and waiting to get into the team just in case any of those three things happen. Well, the next opponent is FC Dilagori. I'm I'm sorry if I butchered their name. FC Dilagori. Gori! 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 A team from Georgia. Georgia. Not Atlanta, Georgia. Obviously not. Um... And at the moment, they're fifth in the table in Georgia. Mm -hmm. Not having a great season so far, but they will be a tricky customer. Again, I don't know too much about them. I'll be pretending if I knew anything more than what I've just told you. Do you know much about them? You you told me more (laughs) than I knew. So, so yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, there is some history between Georgian clubs and Georgian players and Abuel. Obviously, there's two at the club at the moment. I don't know if Dalsvili is still there. Is he still there? No, Dalsvili was released. He's gone. But, you know, Cypriot football and Georgian football, very interconnected, specifically Georgians going to Cyprus. You've got Getspaya, you've got Dalsvili, you had Loria, Anorthosis for a long time. There was um, uh, Kinkladzi, who was Anorthosis, brought in by by Getspaya. So, you know, there's... There's there's a bit of history between the two two nations football-wise. So... And Dormonia had a forward called Gizzi Lasvili. And I'll never forget this guy because in the mid-90s, I went to Cyprus and it was a a European qualifier. It was Aral. Aral from Switzerland, I think. I can't remember. Were they from Switzerland? I can't remember. But we beat them 2-1 and he scored twice. Anyway. Gizzi? Gizzi Lasvili. Gizzi Lashvili. Okay. Gizzi Lashvili, yeah, with a K. 
Gizzy. Ah, okay. Yeah, Gizzy. not Dizzy, like Dizzy Rascal. Gizzy. Yeah, no, I heard, I heard Dizzy. Right, okay, got you. All right. No, you listen. You want me to talk to a microphone like this? <laughs> oh, God. There's anyway. a, some, some, people, some people have been swerving in the road right now. <laughs> you just did that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, whatever. Yeah. Right, on to my little team. We beat Gabala 4-1. And Bezos had another blinding game. Two goals for him. One for Adam Lang. One for Koulibaly. Adam Lang scored and we scored from a, we scored twice from, from corners, which, wallahi, I didn't even know that could happen. But Gabala scored the goal of the game. I'm not sure what Fabi was doing, but... Wins a win at the end of the day. Through to the mm-hmm. next round. Happy days. Yep. Jan Lesiak seems to be improving. So, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah. Well, it's what it is, isn't it? You know, the Bezos show, once again, uh, someone's going to need to demoralise him before the league starts. Otherwise, you know, a lot of clubs are going to be shit in the bed about him, like how to deal with him. Uh, when, he's, when he's on form like that, it looks like he's, uh, he's unstoppable. Is um, yeah, he's he's doing he's doing really, it's rubbing off on other players as well. You had Hara Lampos doing that, doing that, leaving two men dead on the side of the pitch. Uh, Kulibaly got a goal, Lang got a goal. You were talking, you said the set pieces, um, it looks like they've been worked on quite a lot. Um, I've got a word to say as well for the uh, social media team at Omonia. I just like. I just want more pictures of Gullibaly celebrating with Loizu. It just looks like it's, it's like it's like the picture that the picture that I've got on the notes. If you want to bring it up, it's it's like it's it's a father very proud of his son. It's, it's fantastic. Do, do you know what it reminds me of? I don't know if you've seen that that image, and it's it's a pretty old one, but it's with. Fellaini and Valbuena. Have you seen that one? And I don't know about the angle or whether it was Photoshop, but Fellaini looks like a giant and Valbuena is like mini me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's not just that. It's with Fellaini, I'm guessing at the time, had his hair like that as well. Maybe yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But anyway, anyway, it yeah. is what it is. So I want to face Midgeland, which is yep. going to be a difficult one. It'll be a difficult one, but. Anything is possible. Yeah, Anything but didn't they just sell someone to Ajax? No, Midgelen sold Isaacson to Lazio. Lazio, that's it. Yeah, Lazio. That's what that's what that other podcast said. Yeah, they Lazio. sold him to Lazio, and, and today is Sunday, the sixth of August, and they lost four-one today to Lingby. But there were a lot of changes in that team lineup, and they were down to ten men quite early. So I'm not going to take too much out of it. But watching them mm-hmm. defensively. They're at sixes and sevens most of the time, honestly. So, hopefully, we can play our game right, get them on the counter-attack with some pace and uh, and punish them. But they're, they're going to be difficult, man. They're going to be really difficult. Their movement and passing in the middle of the park is outrageous. Right. So, I think the tactic at the moment for Omonia is give it to Bezos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look at you know, it's he seems to be one of those players where on his day he's unplayable and he's in form at the moment, which is what we need. 
So let's see. Let's see. Anyway, anyway, what's next on the agenda, young man? Now, well, we've got some uh, coefficients, obviously. We've okay. had the four games. We've had eight games altogether, seven wins yes. and one draw. Thanks, Ike, for ruining it for everybody else. But we've had seven wins and one draw. Now, what this does is it puts Cyprus in 23rd place in the coefficients for next season. Uh, at the moment, that means that they have one Champions League qualifying place in the first round, one Europa League place in the first round of qualifying, and two Europa Conference League places in the second round of qualifying. Now, the reason why that's changed, because, oh, you know, Addis were in the second round of qualifying instead of the first round, there's this big uh, Champions League mix-up change that they're doing. You know, they're doing that big table from next season, I think, which means the qualifying for it is gone a bit weird. Um, now, Cyprus are in 23rd, but if you go to 22nd, the champions of the league for that season go into uh, the second qualifying round instead of the first qualifying round. So as you can see, Sweden are currently in 22nd place, but they've only got one team left in Europe. Uh, they've, they've kind of shut the bed a little bit there, it looks like. Uh, so, in theory, Cypriot teams need two wins, at least, to go over Sweden. Uh, now, Cyprus has been in 23rd place, I think, since kind of the start of this. Basically, everybody around us, a lot of the, the countries that have teams... They've been winning. They've been winning as well. Yep. So you can kind of see there, there's a few... Uh, countries there that still got all their teams in uh, in the European competitions. Well, hypothetically speaking, you have Omonia facing a Danish club. Dan the Danes have three clubs left out of four. So if Omonia get through, then that's two out of four. If Adi get past the Poles, the Poles have got four teams in there, haven't they? So they'll be down to three. And Ayak face an Israeli side who've got three left in the competition. So, if our lot can knock them out, then it obviously helps our chances in the future. But you say it's a, was it a thousand points a win or something like that? What? Uh, is it no, how many points is it win? It's uh, it's point two five for a point win and point one two five for a draw. Right. Okay. So okay. That's so. Why yeah. So my maths is rubbish here. So if Sweden have their team knocked out, we effectively need how many how many points do we need? Four hundred or something? Yeah. Two wins. It, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Fair Two enough. wins would put us over Sweden. Okay. That's if huh? the Swedish team that's still in uh, Europe loses both their games. Um, right. right. So there you go. So uh just just a quick shout out. We still out need to well. worry about Romania, by the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, just a quick shout out because this isn't our spreadsheet. This is no. uh, This is at Gibriages E on Twitter who does this. So keeping an eye on this. 
uh, and I'm basically I, I'm basically retweeting it every time he puts an update on there. So Go for uh, it, because he's yeah. he's doing us a massive favor here. To yeah, be honest, yeah, yeah that's one a massive thing favor. To worry about. So he's he's helping us a lot, helping mm. us a lot with this. So yeah, excellent, excellent. Mm -hmm. So what have we got next? Well, we've got uh, Abolon. Well, do we want to do we want to go with the outgoing or the incoming first? Let's do both. <laughs> well, no. no, do the incoming. Do the incoming. Okay, so the incoming. So Abolon have signed a replacement for the outgoing, mm -hmm. uh, and this uh, incoming player is Angelo Sagal. Now, um, this guy has uh, international caps with the Chile with the Chile national team, so. Mm. Is it's nothing to be sniffed at. It's going to be it's going to be a high, a high quality signing. I don't think it's going to be bitter level goals, but it's going to be it's going to be he's going to have plenty of assists. Um, he played yeah he's played for Rangers in Huachipato in Chile. Huachipato, yeah. Uh, Pachuca and Juarez in Mexico. Then uh, Lisboa and Gaziantep in in Turkey, and Ferencvaros in Hungary. So, transfer marked has it says here in 288 games he has 41 goals and 26 assists, but also six red cards. So, gonna be it's gonna be spicy. It's gonna be a Absolutely. spicy meatball. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And the player leaving? Oh, of course, the player the player leaving <laughs> is is Nyambitan special. Yep. Yeah, yep. so it, it finally on Thursday last week, it was confirmed that he had joined Aik in Sweden. Um, so yeah, they did a, like a whole video of him walking through the, the, the kind of the entrance to the training ground and you've got like two or three people come up to him going, welcome, welcome, hello, mm. welcome, you know, all, all nice and lovely. Uh, he, he he did a little interview as well, saying that yeah, Aik is the biggest team in Sweden, so he's gonna he's gonna get some get some points from Aik fans. Very endearing, yes. Yeah, maybe not from other teams' fans, um, but yeah. Um, so we're recording this on Sunday, so uh, I had a joke written because Aik were playing Kalmar, and I said that. He ran rings around them, you know, Galamari rings. Galamari, excellent, yeah, excellent. Uh, Do you know what, though? With, uh, with, the, um, with the video, yeah. shall I tell you how I would have done this? It would have been so tacky, but this is how I would have done it. Cool. I would have had him walking through the tunnel onto the pitch, just facing his back, and the camera pans in on him, and he's holding a bitta, bitta sublagi, <laughs> right? And what he does, he tips it upside down, empties all the meat, and someone comes on the pitch next to him with a whole box of IKEA meatballs, and he just puts them in the pizza. Oh, and he takes a bite. I mean, I mean, okay, f fine, fine, but also, yeah. You could have got, you, you could have got one of those, um, you know, one of those uh, souvlagiers like standing behind him with, you know, <laughs> yaufti or something, just put it in there as well. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there's yeah. a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of uh, Turkish people in Sweden as well, as far as I'm aware. You could yeah. have a local kebab seller coming on the pitch, going chili sauce, boss. <laughs> oh God! 
Oh dear. Uh, you oh, got to be well, there you go. Too, but anyway, anyway. can you imagine now you can have all the all of the Ike fans coming to the stadium with a bitter, just like waving it in well, the air. I, I've been I've been trying to I've been trying to find like while we've been talking about it, I've been trying to find somebody. Uh, like I've been seeing them. Uh, yeah, here, yeah. From what is it? From I'm not gonna find it now. But it was like from them bitten. So I'm pretty sure it's a play on words of something in Swedish. It must be. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Let me um, <laughs> let me bring up Twitter. Yeah, right, so I've got Twitter on here. Okay, and let's see some of these Swedish comments. All right, let's have a look at this one. Okay, so let me go to translate. Bitter should never have been replaced. He could have easily managed 10 more, <laughs> a top goal scorer, and a hot player should not be replaced considering how the match looked with a nice momentum. Oh, I probably mean substituted. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. he, should, he yeah. shouldn't have been substituted. Okay, fair yeah. enough. What's the next one? I love the, the translate section because it, it's, it yeah. gets it wrong a little bit. A real forward works his way to the right positions. Bitter today is struggling, running. Finally, he gets a position and bang in the finish. I missed the target again today because of slowness and zero technique. The shoes on the shelf must be taken up. Bitter has done more in 70 minutes than he's done all season. What? Okay, I, 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 think, I think there's two people that are being referred to there. Bitter and somebody okay. else. What's this one? Bitter has scored there. Oh. What's okay. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it either. Okay. I, we need some, some people to translate. Give us some complex uh, context. Sorry. The player bus has just passed Norkabing. <laughs> Sunday and Lightning for just over two hours. Bitsa must have wondered where he got to. Yeah. So th- this, is, this is something that I saw that was posted up on the, on the media website in Gibro. Is that a lot of Swedish fans were commenting about Bitsa's wearing like the Adiavroho. The, okay. the 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 coat the tracksuit the rainproof the rainproof yeah. tracksuit and and basically saying like yeah you know he's just come from forty degree heat to this mess <laughs> and you know there, there, there was there, there was some people commenting after that as well saying you know things like uh, yeah it does it does <laughs> we do have sunshine a couple of days every year and <laughs> <laughs> things like that it was it, it, it was great it, it was great i did swedish uh, football twitter we need to get involved with it more it's brilliant yeah he had some of his instinct but it wasn't particularly fast bitter is rap okay oh, well i mean yeah in theory have you seen have you seen this somebody somebody did this what was that can you see that Oh yes, the um. Now where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Let me find it. It's photos. a it, it, it's a it's a page called at at biggest underscore bitters. Okay. Um. Let me. Uh, was it? <laughs> okay. At, Sorry. Let yeah. Type it in at. Yeah. Biggest b i g g u s. Yeah. Underscore. Yeah. And then p i. T-T-U-S. Oh, here it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to follow it. Fuck it. <laughs> follow them. <laughs> it's fantastic. All, 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 all this guy's done is, is just replying and just going like, yeah, because it's amazing. Because it's great. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, do you know what? There it is. 
retweet it while we're recording. Look at that. <laughs> That is amazing. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man, you'd love to see it. Well, Swedish football Twitter is where it's at, man. I think think we're we're following the wrong wrong stuff. Honestly. uh, uh, Listen, the, the Cypriot football fans are unhinged in their own way, but the Swedes take it to another level. <laughs> Speaking of Bidze, he scored on his debut. Let's bring yep. it up. I'm sure he'd have loved his first goal to be a bit more glamorous. Goalkeeper probably should have stopped it, but yeah, happy days. Happy days yeah. for the lad. I'm happy Fantastic. for him, man. I'm happy for Fantastic. him. So, fingers crossed he can he can continue his, his vein of form, if you can call yeah. it that, I guess. Well, I mean, one goal in one game is not bad. There you go, one in one. Ah, that's yeah, exactly. That's a that's a good uh, that's a good ratio, I think, for a striker. Yeah. But yeah, um, do do we want to say a little bit about Gerkida and their uh, posting of? The... <laughs> no, no, I I don't want to do this. I don't okay. want to do this. All right, I don't want right. to do this. Okay, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll... Cut, cut that bit out, editor. Cut that bit out. Ah, oh, it's fine. We'll just leave it there, just so that they know <laughs> that we're aware of their. <laughs> Their mistake. <laughs> oh dear. Way. Right. So, moving swiftly on, do you want us? Do, do you want me to quickly do the match fixing case update? Please. Just, just spit it out. So spit the Cyprus FA confirmed that the appeal case from the two players banned for life for match fixing will be heard on the fifth of September. Oh. So well. the yeah. So the players' union president. Neofididis uh, went on radio to discuss the case and stated disappointment that the case could not be heard sooner. So because he went on the radio to be like, it's disappointing that, uh, you know, that we can't do this trial sooner because the 5th of September is very close to transfer deadline. So if these players get acquitted, they're going to find it very difficult to find a club to play for. Uh, within within that week that they basically got between the 5th of September and the end of the transfer window. Uh, so the Cyprus FA took that and went on the attack, brought out like a, a full-page kind of statement being like, um, you know, the people, people lying, people lying and talking about shit and they don't know what they're talking about. Uh, the reason why it's the 5th of September is because... Uh, the lawyers said that, that that was the earliest that they could do it, 5th of September, which which is fine. But they basically took, you know, if he did is saying, it's a shame that we can't have it earlier, as a direct affront to the Cyprus FA. <laughs> so they had to bring out this statement being like, a lot of people are lying about what we're doing here, don't like it. <laughs> so, yeah. That's 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 the update there. Now, on top of that, there was and so if we go back in time, um, when I first spoke, when I, when we first brought up this match fixing case, one of the deputies of these, uh, uh, what the ethics committee, what the committee 
uh, ethics in sports and something cess um cesspit anyway uh they he basically came out on the radio and said like following what uh the players union had released statement wise was like uh, how how do they know that like did they get hold of did they get hold of these 400 pages of evidence that we've got against these players why what how did they uh, and then it turns out that actually no it was a miscommunication from the players union so they didn't actually have 400 pages of evidence that the committee has because the committee hasn't released that information even to the cyprus fa they've only released the conclusion and then from the conclusion the cyprus fa went ban the fuckers so there's 400 pages of evidence nobody has seen yet which will be released i'm guessing for the um for where they're gonna for the appeal case because they'll have to open that up right 400 pages for a case that no one in the public has seen right yes sounds like the andrew tate case doesn't it but with less pages oh no comment i'm only talking about this one <laughs> i don't have three hours to discuss <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm opening up those cans today, man. We've uh, we've done 45 minutes and we're nearly done. So yeah. I need to start opening cans because oh, usually well, we're open for uh, about an hour and a half. So <laughs> well, well, we got we got we got we got two or three things to talk about yet. Let's see, let's see where we okay, get. Okay, go to. on. Well, so, sh we, we, shall we move well, on? Or oh well, I mean, you've got some more reaction on on the 400 pages of evidence. I, I listen. I haven't seen it, so I can't comment. Now, the, uh, the, 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 the other thing that I liked about the interview that the guy did was that I don't have a problem with Nelfi Didis. I still write with a pen that he gave me at home. <laughs> what has that got to do with anything? Like anything? What's that got to do with anything at all? Anyway, it's... We're gonna we're gonna see that guy come pop up like two or three more times before September the fifth. Anyway, you'll be people will be able to recognize him. He's got one of those Pujeta Mustaja, that you know the ooh, you know one of those old style like like um, sweeping brush ones. You know, like, uh, wispy and all like. Uh, do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. There you go. There he is. <laughs> do not read four hundred pages of evidence. Go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you that that could almost apply to the next person we're going to discuss. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. I've said too much. Go on. So, <laughs> season three of Vardavision will not be happening. Oh. I know, right? Instead, he is moving to Morocco. At least that seems to be the case. Hmm. Um, there are reports all over the place popping up saying that Wada has Amir Wada has agreed to join Raja Club Athletic. Or oh, I think there were Raja Casablanca before. Raja Casablanca, that's correct. Raja, Raja, not Raja. Yeah. Raja. Yeah, well, not whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. Well, look, put it this way: <laughs> I think Ingrid Bergman, Bergman is safe. To be honest, 
play it again. I think son. she's. I think. Huh? No, Casablanca. He says, play it again, son. Ah, there you go. Frankly, dear, I don't give a damn. Give a damn. Yes. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Ingrid, Ingrid Bergman is is safe. I mean, she died in nineteen eighty two, so <laughs> you know, no nudes there. Apparently. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Um, one thing that complicates matters, I'm going to move right away from that. <laughs> I'm not going to touch that. Like, I, I'm in France. I wouldn't lean over from here to touch that. <laughs> you can keep that to yourself. Um, the one thing I will touch on, though, is that, remember, Warda all summer has been going on about oh, all these teams and agents and uh, places in Cyprus have been reported that the reason why he didn't stay out of Bollon and the reason why things haven't been happening with other clubs in Cyprus or Greece or whatever is because uh, Warda has been having passport problems. Oh. So he has to apply for a visa to play in Morocco. Now, if someone's having passport problems, they shouldn't be able to get a visa, should they? No, but I get the feeling he can get a temporary passport from the Cypriot government. To travel I mean, look, to Marco. Look, okay, without saying too much, okay? So I'm going to try and be very cautious as to how I say this. Do you remember the whole golden passport thing? Yes. Yes. And there was a certain person that was involved in it that still hasn't been prosecuted. And they follow a certain club in Cyprus. (laughs) I'm not saying they got involved in it, but what I'm saying is these things just miraculously happen in cyprus mm-hmm. it's it like w- when you it's like aladdin when he finds the lamp and he rubs the lamp and the genie comes out three wishes and maybe one of the wishes was to join an maybe another wish was to join a and another wish was to get a passport temporarily got yeah i don't know got yeah maybe maybe Again, I'm not saying it happened, but I'm saying that strange scenarios have occurred in Cyprus. They have. Like when convicted rapists get passports from certain people who then end up being very powerful on the island. Uh Yes. 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 I haven't mentioned names. So no, wicked. don't. No, no, no. Don't no, no. I'm just saying names. we we haven't mentioned or, or, names. Or, 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 or we can mention names, but only for the members of the No Choftis YouTube channel. Yes, we could do that, but then we then people would just find out I'm, anyway. So I'm, I'd I'm rather... just doing a plug, man. I'm doing a plug. Yes. <laughs> yes. Plug. So even though we're not in the United States, I'll plead the fifth. There you go. Yes. Or the Pendara. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I got I got Pendefi. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, I'm leaving that in. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. So one more, one more. <laughs> yeah, one more to to have have a laugh about. So we're going to go into the second division now, and Baralimni made a signing. Ah uh, yes. Now. Uh, I yes. thought it was interesting to report on it because of the guy's team history. Mm-hmm. So, Basala Sambu was signed for Baralimni. Now, the, ho- the whole thing about that, I, was, I just decided to look it up. Uh, so, he uh, is a German centre forward who was at Coventry City. He signed for Everton, uh, Fortuna Sittard, Randers FC, Crew Alexandra and Oldham Athletic. I'm going to bring it up, just for yeah. the... <laughs> That's your tweet. Yeah. And there he is, in all his glory. Very happy. Yeah, very uh, happy signed, yeah. So... He's even got a QR code. Scan for CV. Yeah. What? Oh. You're going to give that a go? I didn't even oh, notice yes, that. Yes, right now. Hang about. Scan I for CV. I didn't even notice that. Hold on, let me bring it up. Okay, scan for CV. It's not working. Your QR code doesn't work. Fucking nah, idiots, maybe, it doesn't work. Maybe, maybe you oh, wait, do no, it, it does. It does, it does. Opening Chrome. One second. Opening Chrome. It opens. Oh, bro. What does it bro. open? Transfer marked. What does it open? It opens transfer marked. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, basically, basically, but I literally just went and did what I did. Yeah. Oh, mate, I was, I was hoping to see like a professional CV here, man. Yeah. With YouTube links and and uh, anyway, bring it up. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Oh my god. So, what happened? The, the comments, the comments that came through on this, like I wasn't even expecting anything. I was just like, oh, but yeah. What's Greek for? He's the worst forward. Shout team out, David Caldwell. David Caldwell, you are my. You, you are my inspiration right now. <laughs> oh, no, no, oh, there's, there's a better one. There's at GC7IL3Y. Great. Of the um, uh, of the uh, Pembrokeshire IL3Ys. Uh, he said, don't know what fucking shit in Greek is, but lo and behold, trust me, my fellow Greek friends, it ain't good. Show more <laughs> Must replies. have some agent who's brutal... <laughs> Look okay, I'm gonna hit that like button. I'm gonna hit the retweet <laughs> button, and I'm gonna say this has just got a mention <laughs> on the pod. We are recording right now. <laughs> Super. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Further proof oh. that, that we do interact with people. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's also yeah, there's a gif of him celebrating, and then yeah, celebrating conning another club into spinning it. <laughs> Incredible. And then, and then there was people quoting as well as look at them stats for a striker, absolutely lethal. A player full of energy, never stopped running, but he was easily one of the worst forwards ever to play for crew. I'm just scrolling down. A guy every 10 games. So sad we lost such a lethal goal scorer. <laughs> so bad. It's so bad. Oh my God. It's so bad. I really like. Oh, it's... oh my God. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, like the amount of comments on this, just people shitting on wow. it. Right. Wow. The laughing emojis. Oh God. Hashtag it's... crew Alex. Oldham Athletic Football Club. Yeah. It's... The Supper Second Division ain't ready. <laughs> <laughs> there was, oh man. There, there was a couple of uh, Dutch ones as well. Like Fortuna uh, fans, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not ha- not happy with him being anywhere to tell you the truth. <laughs> like Personally, after seeing all this, I'm like, fucking show him. Go on, fucking show him. Score all the fucking goals. Do an Adrian Padulea. Score a goal a game in the second division. Absolute, absolute, <laughs> absolute scenes on my Twitters. On my Twitters. On your Twitter. Right, listen, that's acceptable. Yeah. But yeah. That's acceptable. Uh, that, Jesus. Christ, <laughs> I'll leave it. I'll leave it there. But yeah, mate, there there is. I don't know if you've seen this on Instagram. There is a Basala Sambu fans Instagram page. Okay. There is also forgive me three zero one Basala Sambu's biggest fan. <laughs> See that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can make it out. It says yeah. just here to show, just to show how much I appreciate Bass ninety seven in his talent. And his Instagram is private. I'm going to see if I can follow him with our account. He's with Unique Sport Management, a football agency, who also got their account private. Why would you have your account private if you're a football agency? Okay, let's have a look. I'm going to do some digging. They've got Reese Jane. Hang about He's got the same agent as Reese James, Jacob Ramsey, Hakan Chalkanoglu, Anthony Gordon, Aaron Wambisaka. He's getting the shit end of the stick here, isn't he? Calvin Bassey, Harry Wilson, Callum Wilson, Cameron Cameron Archer. Oh. A couple of Villa players in there. Pause. <laughs> I'm not saying anything else. I'm okay. not saying anything else. Anyway, so anyway. let's move on. <laughs> yeah, let's move on again. Yeah. So uh we'll 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 leave we'll 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 leave on another sideshow. Yes. Uh Baffles oh, but... are trying to sign marquee players. Yes, they are uh, indeed. There's uh, there's rumors flying about all over the place. They're trying to get, you know, like a big household name in, trying to get, you know, proper proper players, you know, players yeah. with capital letters. Uh, so they announced, so the big one that's floating around at the moment is Steven Zonzi. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. Well, he has a he, World Cup winner's medal. He, he has a World Cup winner's medal with France in 2018, and he has a Europa League win, uh, no, Europa League winner's medal with yes. Sevilla. It's not yes. a bad CV, those two. Just those two by themselves are not a bad CV. But any player in those two teams would have been able to get <laughs> those two trophies. Like France 2018, that team was... Uh, and the same with Sevilla. Like, you know, the, the year that they don't win the Europa League, you're like... 
But anyway, yeah, like to the point where, you know, Mayaya probably could have won those two trophies uh, and both her knees are metal. So, so are, are you suggesting Stephen Nzonzi is the 2018 France World Cup winning versions of Bernard Diomed and Stefan Givash? Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure I know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were in France '98, the World Cup winning squad, and they yeah, hardly yeah, played. Divas yeah, played know, once or twice, and they're, they're the two up, he, players you forget yeah. about. Yeah, well, Givash went to was it Rangers and then Newcastle and did Sweet FA, I think, or was it just straight mm. to Newcastle? I'm going straight to Newcastle. And Diomed went to Liverpool and hardly got a kick, but he he won a World Cup winners medal. So anyway, but they made another Steve signing. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah. They Another did. Croatian goalkeeper. Yes, a 22-year-old Croatian goalkeeper who was playing in Bosnia. Bosnia. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So now they've got three goalkeepers. Yep, Renato Josipovic. Or Josipovic. Correct. Correct. So, yeah, interesting one. He's he's not capped at under-21 level. He's under-20, though. But... um. He can play for the national team. And I wonder if having a, a countryman there between the sticks with him will be a good move. Um, it's certainly good for the language. And this guy has won two Croatian league titles and the cup. Albeit he might have been like a Nzonzi, really. Just been there at the time. <laughs> yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So, yeah. But listen, we've been given some names of targets for Buffer. I cannot say who they are because I've been sworn to secrecy, but when I heard those names, I literally almost fell off my chair. Yeah. Because they're huge. But having talked to someone in a nation where one of these players is from, his exact words were, no fucking chance. So I don't know. I, I I don't know what to to make of that. But if Buffer are serious about bringing in these players and actually talking to them, hand you know congratulations, because if they do bring in players of that quality, then the rest of the league is in trouble. But I don't but, know how they'll fix the financial fair play <laughs> element yeah. to that. So that's that, so that's that that's the first thing. The second thing is their signings have been a. Bit, underwhelming compared to the other teams that are supposed to be fighting for European places. So, hmm, Alia's going to be disappointed. Well, yeah, Alia FC, of course. Um, mm. The thing is, with the greatest respect to Buffalo and the players that they've signed, I look at, okay, apart from uh, Meluso, the left-back, who mm. I think is very highly rated. I spoke, I spoke to uh, my friend Roberto Rojas, who's actually from Paraguay, and he, he rates this lad, 25 years old. Uh, he was at uh, Gymnasia, I think, beforehand. Mm -hmm. um, really rates him. But then you look at some of the other players that they've brought in, and it is underwhelming. You know, Patrick Tomasi, he came in, the, the Ghanaian forward. He's come in 
again, I don't know too much about him. He's he's done the rounds. He's played in Israel. He's played in Germany. He played for Alaves for a bit. Played for Astana. But are these the quality players that Buffett expects to bring in and challenge for the title? We spoke about the head coach coming in being one of Unai Emery's closest companions, worked with him at various clubs, Paris Saint-Germain, Sevilla, whatever. And I'm expecting an influx of, of Spanish players, like we, yeah. we're seeing with with Anorthosi. Oh, okay, yeah. they, they, brought, they made another signing to Anorthosi, a, a striker from the Spanish league, not Spanish himself. But then I look at the players that Buffer have brought in, I'm thinking, oh, look, maybe I'll, I'll be wrong because I've never heard of these players. Maybe they might step up. Yeah. But really, are any of them, with the exception of the left-back who I just mentioned, who I think is going to be decent, none of them tell me that they're going to be competing for the title this season. I don't know. Yeah. No, I did. there's there's a lot of teams that have stepped up their game from mm. last season. And Bafford just seemed to have kind of stayed the same. They've not necessarily you expect, you got worse. Stick, you expect a statement of intent, though. At least one yeah. signing that is like explosion. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll wait in a bit longer because the season doesn't start till the 19th. And obviously the window closes, what, mid-September or early September? 13th, 12th or 14th, I think. 13th. So there's still time. Yeah. And even then, they can still sign players on free transfers up to three mm. days after if they mm-hmm. haven't played for, if they've played for, sorry, if they haven't played for longer than six months, I think. Yeah. So they can still do that. But I'm pretty sure a lot of their fans are, are, are underwhelmed with what they've done so far in the market. Yeah. I don't know about yeah. you. Yeah, but I think, look, last season, last the last summer transfer window, there was signings all over the place that made, made you go, what the fuck is going on here? This year has been most more about the ones that have been leaving, not necessarily the ones that have been staying. So the big news, the really big news that's happened is, for instance, you spoke about Bitas going we spoke we haven't spoken much about Bileas leaving Aris but going to Banseraigos by the way sorry while I'm while I'm there just side note Banseraigos don't have the license to play in the Super League yet so they got promoted and they went through all the business of going through the licensing and making sure that they're going to be in the Super League and according to the Greek FA, they can't actually play in the Super League this season yet. So there's that. Anyway. It was at this moment when he knew. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. But, you know, the, a, a, lot of, a, lot, a lot of the big news is players leaving... Kipro rather so there's still players coming in obviously and there's players of some caliber coming in like when you look at the statistics and uh, and teams they've played for previously but you've got players like Garo going to going to Afi you've got uh, Loria leaving Anorthosi you've got um you no know, Ael basically emptying their pockets uh with all their all their players heading off that they'd signed last summer uh there's there, there isn't really the thing. There isn't really the signing that makes you go. 
oh shit like there was last season. But there's still time. There's still there time. There is still time. And don't forget, we still have four teams left in Europe. And depending on whether or not they progress, that could play a big part as well. Because if Addis get one step closer to Champions League qualification, best believe they're going to open that checkbook and say, okay, we might not bring in, you know, your Mbappes or, or someone of, of that ilk, but you can imagine them bringing in someone of Gogorin's experience or someone at that level. Because let's get it right, Stepinski came from Hellas Verona, which is a Serie A club. And I can see them doing something similar if mm. they get through, that is. Yeah. Yeah, well, listen, Phil Jones is still looking for a job. So... I think on. that ship has sailed. This guy's oh, going to no, retire. No. I'm telling you, he's going to retire. Oh, no, 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 no. He's going to sign for Balfour. I'm telling you. Yeah? I'm telling you. I'm going to... I'm going to keep away from my money, man. I don't care who he joins. Just keep I'm, away from him. I'm going to keep persisting every week. <laughs> Phil Jones is going to join Balfour. And I'm going to make it appear... You know, like like the secret. You're gonna manifest it. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna manifest it. Phil Jones is gonna play for Baffle. Uh, he's gonna be headering the ball off the ground. <laughs> oh god. Amazing. Anyway, that's Thank it then. That. Yes. That's it. Yeah. That was fun. Well, actually, it? it actually feels. I mean, we've done an hour and nine minutes, but it actually feels like we've done less. Believe it or not. So. Well, hopefully, it feels like that when people are watching it as well. Yeah, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. We keep them. We keep them entertained. I'm pretty sure about that. Pretty sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my friend, thank you so yes. much for doing thank this. You, sir. Thank you for your time. Wow. Would you like to tell our viewers and our listeners where they can follow you and stalk you? Yes, as always. Especially the, the Swedish me. supporters. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. No. No. More of them, please. I love them. Uh, but yes, you can find me on at Flares Cafes on X. Uh, and I'm on Instagram as well. I try to keep that updated the same. I just, I can't, I can't do it, man. I don't get pictures and whatnot. I try it. I try it. I try to do some funny shit. Doesn't work. It's fine. It's there. You can find me on there. The big thing as well is people, Facebook group. I've got a live list of all the transfers that have gone on in the first division. That. That list is looking pretty huge now. I'll probably need to drop it somewhere else because it's a big post. It's broken down by teams, ins and outs. So you've got all, all your Cypriot transfer knowledge for this summer is right on that Facebook page. Zuckerberg's a message you say, put it on the metaverse. Just a big, big screen TV in the metaverse. Just, just, just names scrolling past. Anyway, boys and girls, thank you for tuning in. You can follow us on Instagram at this is Mappa. Just like Thassel, we haven't been updating this is Mappa's Instagram page as much as we'd like or as much as we used to. But I think we've got enough on our plate at the moment. We're mm. also on X. I've got to start getting used to calling it X now. X. X. Generation X, yeah? DX. I've got two words for you. Well, it's actually one. Kalinichta, <laughs> boys and girls. Bye.